Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan live session. Uh, today is Thursday, the fourth of May, so we're looking uh, we're looking to do our analysis over the course of the next fifteen minutes, just to identify where we're likely to see the best opportunities. After what was, um, I suppose, last night we had the FOMC, and initially the markets didn't really know how to react at all. Um, uh, we're not going to get into that discussion about. Um, uh, whether it was hawkish or dovish, I think there's, you know, it's going to be largely data dependent. And I guess there's an argument in there to support the dovish case and there's an argument in there to support the hawkish case. So it's a pointless discussion, really. Um, what seems to have gripped kind of markets post FOMC is, you know, recessionary fears. There was some concern regarding, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. So let's get straight into it then, guys. Um, apologies, we're just starting a little bit later than normal this morning. Um, so let's get into it then. Um, we won't uh, we won't hang around too long. Um, please see a risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Um, right. So all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we then want to enter and exit those markets? Of course, uh, risk management, trade management. How do you manage each trade? Hopefully to a successful outcome and trading psychology and. When we look at the price action yesterday was quite um a, a productive trading day um in the end obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing but going into um something like the fomc it's a very it's a very dangerous thing to do to be positioned uh, going into a big event like that so um we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach if we keep chopping and changing our approach all, all the time it's very difficult to get a foothold we're accurate with the levels we use. Every level and price we use has uh, a purpose or, or is an important level. Discipline with our capital and, of course, being patient as well um, is always useful. Okay, so let's uh, let's have a look at this news event yesterday. So we had a position that we were very likely to see a 25 basis point rate hike yesterday. And, and that's pretty much what we saw. So uh, if, if inflation remains quite sticky and a lot of the, uh, the economic indicators like the, uh, the jobs number, which were due out on Friday, which is obviously tomorrow, um, if they come back really, uh, if we have a still a strong jobs number or if inflation sort of sticks where it currently is, you know, we'll see more rate hikes. Um, they've the Fed and Jerome Powell have sort of stated they need to see softening across the labor market. And we're not really getting that just yet. However, they're not, they're not, they, they want softening. Uh, they, they, they think they need to see some softening, not out and out um, weakness. So they're not, they're not wanting, um, you know, they want best of both worlds, don't they? They're not going to be advocates of, of a big, you know, slide in unemployment. Um, So um, the narratives are, are continuing to flip-flop. There's a bit more of a fake um, uh, recession concern uh, post-FOMC last night. Um, and now today they're kind of rebounding just a little bit. So we're going to strategize as, as we kind of have been with these markets. And today, don't forget, we've got the EC, ECB. So we'll be, we'll be seeing if they also increase rates 25 basis points. All these central banks are still broadly quite hawkish. Um, but the market wants to look past that and the markets want to just sort of say, 
Well, you know, we are going to pause at some point, which is very, very obvious. Of course, we get to a point where we're going to pause. But they're looking way past the, the near-term rate hikes. Uh, for reasons it's hard to understand. But, um, yeah, that's... Uh, so 25 basis points as well, again, for the ECB. And we'll be hearing from... Uh, um, Christine Lagarde at 1.45 p.m. So that news drops at 1.15 and we'll hear from Christine Lagarde at 1.45. So that's pretty significant for the Eurozone and European um, stock markets as well. And then tomorrow we've got ADP. So we've got still a couple, few very important news events. So where does that leave us technically? This is an interesting question. Well, if we zoom out, um, let, let's let, we'll, we'll take one at a time. Um, We were hoping yesterday that we would make progress to the downside and we'd make new lows, and we didn't. That was one of the key features. And we didn't have to do it yesterday, but we do have to do it, you know, relatively soon. Uh, and we're not getting that opportunity to do it, which is... Um... So we have this recent low here. We, could, we put in a higher low. So we got higher highs a couple of days ago, and and we got now higher lows. So it's it's just, it is what it is. It, it's kind of messy and choppy. Um, so the upside is a little bit more linear, but the downside is, is it's just creating a really big question mark for us, which is um, very frustrating. Um, and what we've got is we, we broadly have these markets trading inside this little range. So whatever's happening within the month, and last month was a really poor trading month, you know, market is quite resilient to the upside. And we worry that, that actually, if we get above 4,200, that we'll get, you know, even more of a sizable move to the upside. Even though very few people are actually forecasting above 420, everyone is, is forecasting below those levels. So the price action is really outperforming the um, uh, people's analysis of these markets. And, and that's what's making it a very, very challenging environment. Now, our bias is to the downside, uh, and it is for the S&P, and it's all for, also for the, um, the NASDAQ as well. You know, we're trying to get into these prices, into these markets up at these higher levels. We do think that the... The near-term move, now let's say the medium-term move is is still to the downside for us. It's The problem is the, the short-term, you know, we could absolutely see new highs in these markets very easily. The markets are not really pre pre performing in any kind of logical fashion at the minute. And, and as we know, a phrase we always use is that the markets can remain illogical far longer than you or I can remain solvent. Nonetheless, we're still looking for those sell trades. So we were able, post FOMC, we are able to get into the NASDAQ trade. Just to show you the, the initial um, so the first hour, hour and a half until Jerome Powell actually um, uh, finished speaking, basically did this. It was just very, very choppy. We had a force breakout to the upside. We had a couple of force breakouts to the downside. Um, and 
you know, there was a lack of clarity. It was just up and down. But then the, the, the sell trade started to kick in. And since then, we just pulled back off the lows. So this level up here, the monthly high, the 41.14 is still, and the 40, 4100 is still potentially decent resistance in this trade. So strange volatility, strange market reaction, really. Um, now it looks like earnings is, is, is coming to the fore again, some positive earnings. And again, there's a lot of surprise that, and that there's a lot of good news regarding high inflation, um, which is a bit strange because high the flip side of high inflation is bad for you and I, but it's great for, for corporates because they can charge more for their stuff. The volumes aren't increasing, but the prices are. So we're not surprised that corporate earnings are performing relatively well. You do have to cherry pick which corporate earnings you're looking at, of course. But we shouldn't be too surprised that that corporate earnings are performing well, that tech stocks are performing well, because they're charging higher prices and um, and you know the margins are, are bigger, um, and with the banking as well, you know, and oil producers as well. There's um, you know outstanding performance for oil producers. Of course, there is. We've all been paying a fortune for our oil, so of course there's there's people that that benefit. Um, okay, so um, so we did get that move in the end as well in in the in the FTSE. It's just all hard work, isn't it? At the minute, it's just not not sort of free flowing with any kind of continued momentum. It's kind of stop and start all the time, and that's just the market condition that we're trading, which makes it really difficult for us as traders. Bitcoin, bit of a bounce last couple of days. It's just trading around that sort of $30,000 level. Um, you know, these highs would be important. It can't really stay above them. So until that happens, um, our bias is probably still a little bit more to the downside. Commodities, that was a massive move yesterday. And it was the, unfortunately, it was the trade that we missed out on yesterday because um, we, we were contemplating an entry at 71.35. We had such a, a really tight a 40 pip stop loss. There was nothing else to use. And um, of course it would have been, you know, the trade of the, the year so far. Um, just uh, it didn't really fit in with our, with our overall analysis, which was a bit of a shame. And now we got a little bit of a bounce last night, late last night, and, and now we're just sort of rallying on the back of kind of positive earnings across um, the oil markets. So gold, gold is, is retracing as well. A really sizable move, actually. Um, we were talking about it above there, the 2019. And, um, you know, we got up to 2060, what's that level, 66. So actually a really explosive move. I mean, our focus is very much around the US indices. And we were looking at the dollar as well, but we couldn't really add the dollar. Um, we were kind of looking for a dollar strength at one point. Um, prices didn't really follow through. There was no sort of sustained dollar strength, um, which is why we kind of backed off the, the gold trade. Now, obviously, again, in hindsight, you know, the, the recession nervousness that's coming down the tracks is quite positive for gold. 
So we're going to be looking for kind of turnarounds in, in these markets. Um, there's the pullback, further pullback in the pound yen yesterday. Um, we think we can probably trade these, these news events now a, a little bit. It's, it's probably slightly easier to trade these news events now because they're going to be related to uh, central bank monetary policy. We just really weren't sure what the Fed were going to do yesterday. And now they've said, right, well, we're going to raise rates. We're going to continue to raise rates if we need to. We're going to be debt independent, all this sort of stuff. Um, really sort of tight range for the euro pound. And then moving on to the dollar. So at one point, we were looking to see, would we get this market rolling over to the downside? And the answer is no. We just sort of made new highs. So this is the market that kind of just keeps on giving really um, on the daily time frame. If this turns red, we probably might look to position ourselves in that trade. So they're a little bit inactive now. Um, we've had a little bit of a bounce off yesterday's selling, but there's that sort of inverted U shape. Very significant pullback which uh, keeps on pulling back off the highs. So the momentum is very much to the downside for the dollar. So we're a little bit unsure with this dollar. It looks like there's just dollar weakness across the board. So the one thing I'm, I, I want to just point out just before we go back to um, just putting in our, our, our numbers and our levels is that this last sort of post FOMC, it was like, hold on a minute, the, the Fed are actually sort of talking up a bit of a, a recession and it could get a bit sticky and we'll have high inflation. And all of a sudden, you know, this risk off trade started to filter through. We're not really getting follow through from the US um, indices and we're not really getting follow through. Um, sorry, we are getting yesterday. We got follow through in the indices. We didn't get follow through in the US dollar or the bond yields. And gold actually pushed higher uh, and not lower. It probably flips from this sort of dovish fed to recessionary fears. That's, that's the flip flop. That's the, that's the discussion at the minute. It's just trying to put a bit of context. Uh, onto some of these trades right so as you know we've been trading choppy markets with really low volume now for a few weeks um not an ideal trading environment for us right do we have a call Right, it's broadly mixed market conditions post FOMC. I think we can probably summarize it like that. So, um, 
Okay. Right. Okay. So currently up on the screen, uh, a market summary is 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 that we're we're dealing with broadly mixed market conditions post FOMC um, because the contrast is quite different from the indices to the dollar to the to the bond markets, and, and it's just a bit of a mixed picture at the minute. So um, we're wanting to assess market conditions as the day unfolds. I think that's our prerogative to buy, sell, or do nothing. And right now. We want to see how this market begins to play out because if these markets start to roll over, we absolutely would like to be in them. If they retrace yesterday's moves, it makes it a little bit more difficult for us in terms of, um, you know, making that trading decision. Um, and do please note that our trade sizing is much lower than normal due to these current really quite choppy market conditions. And um, we don't know how long this sort of chop is going to continue, but we um, we will sort of become a lot more active uh, very shortly uh, you know once we get out of this little choppy period all right you guys on that note the the narratives are still quite mixed to a large degree any questions feel free to post them and look thanks very much for joining us we're going to switch rooms now guys apologies we're running a little bit late with this session today but we will um switch rooms now and we'll be live in just a minute's time um and um just to let you know we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m and again at 12 45 p.m. all UK times. For more information, go to thelivetrojan.com. On that note, thanks for joining us, guys. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.